Welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Logan Sandor here with the Artem and Tommy Keen. Hopefully, Andrew's planning to join us later. And this is our week three predictions for college football. So, I'm going to get right into it. Arizona State with Herm Edwards had a really great game last week against Michigan State at home. This week, they go on the road to San Diego State University. I think a team that a lot of people underestimate. They've had a lot of talent in the past. Um, they've done really well. They beat Stanford last year. Obviously lost to them in the opener this year. So two very good teams. A lot of talent there. Trying to kind of define their seasons with a win in this game. San Diego State is, of course, missing their quarterback, which will clearly be an issue. Uh, personally, I'm taking Arizona State. Uh, I want to see Herm Edwards continue to develop. So with that in mind, Artem, I'll turn it over to you. Who do you have in this matchup? I think it's going to be Arizona State in this one. Like you said, San Diego State is a formidable opponent. They run the ball very well, but Arizona State was able to stop the run against Michigan State past week, and San Diego State's missing quarterback. So I'm going to go with Arizona State for this one. All right, nice, simple, straight to the point. Tommy, do you agree with us? Are you sticking with Arizona State like last week? Yeah, and I think they beat the spread at five and a half, too. I think they control this game through and through. Fair enough. Nobody has any faith in the in the Aztecs. My gosh. All right, next up, Washington at Utah. So two un- Utah is undefeated. I was about to say two undefeated teams, but I forgot about that crazy Washington bullshit early on in the year. Um uh, both teams that are kind of looking to stay on top of the Pac-12. Utah's obviously got a chance in the South now that USC lost out. And Washington kind of has to redefine how strong they are by getting a win here and proving themselves on the road. I'm going with my gut on this one. I'm picking Utah, and I've got a sneaking suspicion that I'm alone in that decision. Tommy, do you want to prove me wrong? You know, if you actually take a look at it, Washington's favored by less than a touchdown, and they're like a 70% favorite on ESPN FBI. So it's pretty substantial, white people, but there's definitely some confidence out there in Utah. This could be a pretty close game, especially with Utah having such a uh, prolific rush defense. Uh, They can definitely shut down the Huskies' rushing attack and possibly be able to uh, force them to be one-dimensional and have a shot. I don't think it's going to be quite enough. I'm going with Washington, but this is definitely a game to keep an eye on. Uh, Utah is a pretty good team. Yeah, that was really what stood out to me when looking at Utah's stats, is they didn't put up a ton of yards, but their defense looks very solid. And I haven't seen a lot of great things out of Washington so far. What I have seen really concerns me. But, and that's part of why I'm picking Utah. It's not just a pure gut feeling. But anyway, I'm sure, Artem, you're going to tell me I'm crazy and you're also going to pick Washington. Is that right? Go Huskies. (laughs) Do you want to give us a better explanation or is that just all you got? Washington's got a quarterback who's going to get drafted in the NFL. I think Utah is kind of a slightly in a rebuilding year, especially last year when they lost their quarterback. They're still kind of finding their rhythm, their confidence. 
And I think Washington's looking something to prove. They're a top ten team that if this matchup is close enough, they could fall out of the top ten ranking. So they have plenty of motiv- motivation, and they're still playing for that final playoff spot. So I think uh, they're going to go into this one playing tough, and they're going to overcome some differences they had in the Auburn game and win out. Okay, well, that's a very optimistic standpoint. A lot of people think they're going to bounce back. Okay. Next up, so speaking of teams that you don't want to bounce back, Artem. Next up, we got USC at Texas. So USC obviously coming off that rough loss against Stanford, probably not the way they wanted to start off the year in that situation, but theoretically they can only go up from there. Texas, on the other hand, has really struggled in their past few games in a few ways. So Artem, I know you like watching the Longhorns suffer. Uh, Who do you have in this matchup? I got USC. I know that Daniels is a, a true freshman quarterback for USC, but he, you know, I think he's going to find his rhythm in this game against a, a defense that's just honestly tired. Uh, Texas is the three-and-a-half-point favorites, but I think they're going to drop this one at home. Uh, main reason being, if you you got to look at back the last two weeks. The guy they're starting is Sam Ellinger, and the only reason he's starting is because um, Herman, Tom Herman, likes him over Uchel. I think Buchel is more of a vertical threat and better in the passing game, but their offensive line is so bad that they need Ellinger to be there um, because teams like Maryland and Tulsa actually gave their offensive lines trouble and they dropped the game against Maryland, although it was away. Last week they played uh, Tulsa, and it was 21 of the half, and the final score was 28-21. So Tulsa came back 21 points in the second half and you know almost caused them some damage there. I honestly don't trust Sam Ellinger to make good decisions. He throws interceptions when he needs to do well. And he did play in the USC game well game game well last year, but I don't think that's going to be the case this year. Uh, USC is not allowing more than 19 points a game, and I think it's going to be close. But I think USC is going to win about by about four points. Really, <laughs> I was expecting you to just be like, "Oh yeah, USC is going to win by 20." You are being surprisingly pragmatic, sir. Okay, Tommy, I, you're chopping at the bit. Who do you got in this matchup? Tommy's messing around with the mute button. He's messing around with the mute button. Look at uh, I got the mute button to work again. Okay, cool. So who do you got? So, Tommy, who do you got in this USC-Texas matchup? So, we got two one-on-one teams coming off losses that are frankly a little disappointing one maybe more so than the other uh if you look at the stat lines across the board uh quarterbacks wide receivers rushers they're fairly consistent in who their top performers are and what they're going to do uh the difference in this game is going to be uh the best saint brown so if you guys remember notre dame had a guy named equiminius saint brown which is one of the coolest names to ever grace college football well usc has a receiver a true freshman by the name of amon raw saint brown much cooler he's already logged nine receptions for 137 yards and a touchdown texas if they get him involved i don't think texas is going to be able to stop him He's a very solid receiver, a lot of athleticism, pretty quick guy. I think that'll be the difference in this game, and USC will win it by two touchdowns. 
Tommy just got finished talking about the St. Browns. Uh, we love to bring up how they've got three kids named after, is it Egyptian gods or pharaohs? But, I think they're gods, because it's Amun-Ra, who is a god, but Emotep, I think, was a pharaoh. I thought Amun-Ra was a Yu-Gi-Oh card, but anyway, uh, point hey, it is... It might also be a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> point is, we're talking about USC at Texas, uh, so I want to know, who do you have in this matchup? I think it's USC. Okay, so I guess... Um, I've, I've jumped off the Texas bandwagon. I'm also taking USC, I mean... All the reasons stated above. Really quick, really quick, Andrew. Uh, do you want to give us your picks for Arizona State, San Diego State, and Washington, Utah? Arizona State, because I am firm for Herm. Oh, God. With the and memes. Washington over Utah. I am the only person picking Utah. All right. Next up, we've got Ohio State at TCU. So... Obviously, a lot of people hoping that TCU will make Urban Meyer pay for that whole offseason scandal. But uh, Ohio State, one of the top teams in the land, going on the road to face one of the best teams in the Big 12. But what does one of the best teams in the Big 12 mean exactly? We'll have to find out. So, Andrew, I'll turn it over to you first. Who do you got in this matchup, Ohio State at TCU? I think it's Ohio State. The talent we have on this Ohio State team is probably one of the best that Urban's had up there. They really haven't been challenged yet, and TCU's going to give them that challenge. But I think the weapons, J.K. Dobbins is there. You know, Dwayne Haskins, the quarterback's name, you know, really came out and looked good and, again, not against really tough competition. But I think that they'll win it just because I think this may be one of those years where Ohio State has definitely got an us-versus-the-world mentality, and they've got the talent to really back up anything else. As much as I would love for TCU to win this, I don't think they're going to come close. They just have, don't have the dogs to run with Ohio State in this fight. Like you guys said, Ohio State's too talented, and no matter how many you know women get abused over it, they're going to win. Uh, well, that was dark. Thanks for that, Artem. Tommy? <laughs> Tommy's messing around with the mute button. Yeah, he's messing. I never even touch my mute button. It's just muting me randomly. It doesn't <laughs> want me to talk anymore. I swear. <laughs> I guess uh, that's the most a... interesting thing about this game is the coaching, and not for the reasons that people have talked before. If you guys paid attention to Gary Patterson a couple years ago and his ramblings about not getting respect and everything else, first off, I feel sorry for you for paying attention to that. Second off, you might remember that he talks about wanting a matchup like this, a matchup with an Urban Meyer, a Nick Saban, a big-time X's and O's strategy coach who runs a system that he wants to test out against. Uh, Urban Meyer, offensive guy, Gary Patterson, defensive guy, that's the side of the ball that will be interesting, except not really because this is probably going to be a lot of points scored by Ohio State and a few points scored by TCU. Ohio State wins. Okay. Well, gee, none of y'all are optimists. Okay, I'm taking TCU, but it's purely because fuck Ohio State. So, all right, with that in mind, on to the next one. So, 
Bama at Old Miss. Alabama, obviously a dominant team. Old Miss, uh, they've beaten Alabama a couple of times in the past few years, but they're a reeling team. Granted, they have a new mascot. So I'm pretty sure everyone except Artem is picking Alabama. So I'm picking Alabama. Tommy? Alabama. Okay. Andrew, who do you have in this matchup? Alabama. Okay, Artem, you were the one that wanted this on the list, so... It's going to be Bama, but it's not going to be the 21 spread they're giving it. I think it's going to be within the touchdown. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm so glad we put this back on the list. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it'll be interesting, at least, according to Artem. So keep your well, eyes open. you think about it, so Bama's scoring 54 points a game, and they haven't played anybody. And Ole Miss is putting up 62 points a game, and they have actually played some teams. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. It could be interesting. Next up, another, uh, based on Artem's stats, if the Ole Miss-Bama game is a shootout, we've got another shootout in Boise State at Oklahoma State. So obviously both these teams are ranked pretty highly. This is kind of a dark horse uh, most interesting game of the week because both these teams run very unorthodox offenses compared to a lot of the rest of the country. They're very high scoring. Don't expect to see a lot of defense in this game. I'm giving the edge to Oklahoma State because they're at home and I do think they have more talent. But Artem, you're from the area. You know more about them than I do. Who do you have in this matchup? I'm going to go with Boise State on this one, but it's going to be a very interesting game to see how well Oklahoma State reloaded after losing their quarterback and their big wide receiver, Washington, to the draft. So I got Boise State, but I think it's going to be close. Okay. Uh, Tommy, who do you got? Uh, figured out my mute button. Just want to say that. <laughs> uh, Oklahoma State's going to win this one. Both these teams have had dominant performances against nobody, so we're going to learn a lot pretty quickly. Uh, Oklahoma State's going to win this one, though. I think the spread is a little too generous to Boise, too. I think it ends up being a two-possession game for most of the second half. Okay. I am. Part of me is glad that you figured out your move button situation. Another part of me is sad because I won't get to sing the song anymore. But... You know, that's, that's. I mean, I can just like pause and let you sing it anyway. <laughs> that would be so kind of you, but no, we we have things to do today. Speaking of which, Andrew, you have to make your pick. That's one of your things. Who do you got in this matchup? I think Oklahoma State's gonna win, and I think you should definitely take the over. Oh wow, you're like super. You you think that Oklahoma State's gonna run away with it? No, 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 no. I'm saying that the the over-under is 64. They're both oh. going to score. It's going to be like a 75 to 70 game. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were implying that Oklahoma, is going, Oklahoma State's going to cover. But, again, we don't know anything about gambling. I don't know. To, to nope. be fair, the spread's two and a half points. So taking the over isn't that much of a gamble if you think they're going to win. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you think they're going to win by a missed extra point, but we'll see how it plays out. Okay, so as Tommy pointed out, we had to take off and rearrange some of our games. Part of that was because of the hurricane, part of that was because we realized that a lot of these dumb games are probably going to be more interesting than the quote-unquote uh, big team top 25 games that we were looking at. 
So I'm going to start us off with this interesting matchup. Oregon State at Nevada. Oregon State, one of the worst countries in one of the worst programs in the country, uh, going on the road to Nevada, who lost last week by like 40 points to Vanderbilt. So, Andrew, I'll start off with you. I'd say Nevada's pretty well favored in this matchup, but who who do you got? I know you are a fan of Oregon State. Nevada's a three and a half point favorite, and per the FPI predictor, they have a 59.8% chance of winning. I don't think either of these teams is really good, to be fair. You know, um, I think I'm just going to go with Nevada because they're cool and they're the Wolfpack with a space in the middle as opposed to NC State, who is the Wolfpack, one word. <laughs> this is all coming down to spite of NC State. Okay, fantastic. Tommy, who do you have in this shit show? You keep adding these games back, and I didn't want to pick them to begin with. (laughs) You know, it's really interesting that Oregon State is going to lose to Nevada because Nevada is a passing team, and Oregon State cannot stop the pass. They've already given up 343 yards of passing in their first two games. Granted, one of those was Ohio State, and they did uh, account for the vast majority of that. But they also did give up uh, 25 points to an FCS school as well. So definitely going to be Nevada. They're going to do it through the air. I mean, Oregon State can't stop the run either, but they definitely can't stop the pass. Well, I think part of that is I'm pretty sure one of their safeties is literally a sack of potatoes, but I've never watched one of their games, so I I don't actually know that for certain. Artem, do you also have Nevada in this matchup? Because you picked against them last week. I think Nevada is going to run away with this one, injured, because they're going to lose to the Beavers. Oh, really? Whoa. Oh, my... You did that. You twisted it on me. I had just written down Nevada, and then you pull that twist on me at the end. Nah, uh, I'm looking at, you know, if you look at it, Oregon State has lost four of their last five games, and I'm looking at the difference between Ohio State and the FCS school they played. The improvement there is pretty obvious. Their stats look shitty, but they still put up 31 on Ohio State, even if it was on backups. And then they put up 48 on another school. So I think they're hopefully improving coming out of that game. They figured their shit out. Whereas Nevada's coming out, you know, they got beaten by Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt doesn't really compare as well to Ohio State. So I I just don't think Nevada has the the wolves in this fight that they need. (laughs) I I get it. Okay. (laughs) Not very funny, but I get it. All right, I'm picking Nevada. I mean, this is going to be a shit show to watch regardless. I kind of want Oregon State to win because they've had a worse program for longer. But I I just think Nevada at home really does give them the edge in two teams that are very poor. I will say the next one is going to be very similar. We got Rutgers going on the road to Kansas, the game that someone has to win, theoretically. Kansas is getting a slight edge in the... uh, Vegas odds, but I think that's purely because they're at home. Uh, neither of these teams is particularly great. 
Kansas did win last week, so I guess that's something. I'm picking Kansas. I don't know that that really means anything to anyone, but it's on it's on paper. <laughs> Who do you got, Artem? Give, give me something. I have Kansas in this one as well. Um, I think the large portion of Kansas losing to Nichols State, which is their one loss in overtime, uh, is due to an old A&M running back we used to have named Kendall Bussey who has rushed for, I think, 200-something 200, 200 yards in that game, maybe more. It's his, career, his career is 400 yards, so uh, he ran all over those guys um, for about 200 yards. I think that was the biggest contributor to them losing. They just don't have a good defense because they're in the Big 12 and they're not used to having a good defense. Um, but if you look at the statistics, and I know this is somewhat backwards of me since I picked uh, Oregon State, who has the same stat line, but... Rutgers has given up more points than they are getting per game. They, they get 19 points per game, and they give up about 30. So uh, Kansas is actually scoring more, but still losing. So I'm going to go with Kansas on this one. It's a home game for those guys. I think they'll win this one. Okay. Tommy, I've realized that you're not actually flipping your coin this week, which is sad because it really got you over the hump. You were over 500 last week. Who do you got in this one? I mean, uh, clearly you're confident that you don't need the coin, uh, despite how big of a shit show this is going to be. Well, if I go under 500 this week, or even exactly at 500, I will go back to the coin. I'll make that that promise here. Kansas versus Rutgers. Jeez, what a dumpster fire <laughs> matchup this is. Uh, gotta go with Rutgers. They tore down the wall. They are no longer scoreless against Ohio State. Got that field goal. I think they build on that momentum. They beat Kansas. Okay. Uh, more power to you for believing that. All right, Andrew. <laughs> Do you have any actual facts to base back up any of this picking Rutgers at Kansas? Nope. And I'm going to say Rutgers because why the hell not? That's the spirit. That's what I wanted to hear when I picked this game. All right, on to one that we hopefully have a little more to back up on. Fresno State at UCLA. Uh, Fresno State is kind of a one of the top three teams in the Mountain West Conference. If you don't count Hawaii, they're potentially going to be challenging Boise State at the end, end of the year. UCLA has really struggled off to a poor start at the with this year with Chip Kelly at the helm. But they did score quite a few points and perform better against Oklahoma than I think most people were expecting. So this is going to be a interesting one. Um, I'm going to start with you, Andrew. Who do you got in this matchup? Um, I think it's going to be UCLA and Chip Kelly's going to get his first win. All righty. Somebody's optimistic. The tempo is just going to be too much for Fresno State. Yeah, and I think I think Dorian Thompson, whatever Robinson, is going to be settled in a little bit more. He had to come in for an injured Wilson Spate, so I think he's had some time to kind of settle in the offense. He'll have a full week of practice, a full week of reps with the ones, and I think they'll just be able to, you know, out talent a Fresno State team. Okay, Tommy, do you agree? Is there just too much talent for Fresno State to overcome? No, I think uh, Fresno State actually wins this one. Uh, welcome back to college football, Chip Kelly, and your 0-3 start. 
Fresno State, I think they do a lot of it on the ground. They are a pass-first team, but I just don't see UCLA's defense. They definitely have a lot of gaps uh, along their defensive line and in their linebacker core that I think are something Fresno State can exploit and win this one. Okay. Artem, since this was going to be your pick, who do you got in this matchup? I got Dorian Thompson-Robinson taking his first win home to Chip Kelly at the UCLA Rose Bowl Stadium. I think he's going to be the big portion of why they're going to win this game. I think he's going to be close. I think he's going to be exciting, even though they're playing Fresno State, what could be seen as a lesser team. And he's going to be a big portion of that because this kid just doesn't make mistakes. It's a second game. He, he's he got a completion percentage of over 60 in both games. He vastly improved against, uh, against OU, and he still hasn't thrown any interceptions. He only threw one touchdown, but the kid's thrown 51 attempts now and completed 31 of them. So his, his quarterback rating is actually over 100 on average. Um, and I, I think that's why they didn't lose as bad to OU as they could have. So I think he'll be the difference maker and they'll pull out their first win of the Rose Bowl. Mm, nah, I don't think so. I'm with Tommy on this one. Fresno State, welcome back. Welcome back, Chip Kelly. Good luck Good luck with uh, your future. Um, also, this game kicks off at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Pac-12 after Dark Madness. I mean, in all likelihood, I'll be sitting inside for a hurricane, so I'll be up all night watching this stuff anyway. Or my power will be out, one or the other. Uh, speaking... <laughs> Actually, I don't know where I was going with speaking of power outages. But anyway, our primetime matchup of the weekend. LSU going on the road to Auburn, 3.30 on CBS. I I don't know what to say about this. I guess a defensive matchup, but both of these teams are really good so far. They beat some pretty prestigious teams to start off the year. LSU beat Miami very handily. Auburn struggled a bit against Washington, but many would argue Washington is a better team. So, yeah, there's a lot of good things about both of these teams to like going into this matchup. Personally, I'm taking LSU because I hate Auburn. But, I mean, I – and I personally, I think LSU could win the rest of their games this year, not not lose any of them. But, I don't know. There's just not a lot of statistical basis for either any of these things. So, I guess we're I'm just playing it by ear. Artem – who do you have in this matchup? Well, uh, you can go see Nora's guest pick on our new Instagram page. Um, but I will pick Auburn. I think LSU looked bad against the southeastern Louisiana Lions last week. and only put up 31 points against them. They didn't do very well. And it took a while to put those points up um, with zero scoring going on in the third quarter until the very end. Uh, if you look at this matchup, the notable games, there's been two notable games in the last two years out of, like, 15. So I think it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be a big matchup, probably a really fun game to watch, kind of like the the Washington-Auburn uh, game earlier in the season, the Clemson A&M game. I think it's going to be that sort of thing. But I think Auburn's going to pull this one out because they got upset last, last year. Uh, that was the loss they had. Uh, LSU came back. 20 points after being down 20 and ended up winning that matchup. And honestly, LSU leads statistically in every category, all-time series, 29-22, to largest margin of victory, longest win streak, 
and they own the current win streak. I think this is a much improved Auburn team. Uh, I think they're trying to win a national title before Stedham leaves for the NFL. And I think I got Auburn by 10 points in this one. Oh, wow. By 10. Dang. I'm starting to get some suspicions as to who Nora picked based on your answer, but uh, I'm going to watch after all everybody else picks. Tommy, who do you have in this matchup? Uh, I don't believe LSU's back. Auburn wins. Okay, straightforward. Andrew, do you agree? I think Auburn wins, but I think it's a lot closer than the 10-point spread. The whole world is against me. Again, that on three other picks. So we'll see how that get, we'll see how this plays out. I can't believe nobody else has faith in LSU. Next up is our personal pick. So I'll go ahead and start off with a game that recently got relocated to uh, Nashville. So at 4:30 on Saturday, we've got our My Ohio Bobcats technically on the road to face Virginia. This has become a neutral site field because of the hurricane. I think uh, both these teams are very interesting. Obviously, Virginia has really struggled off the bat. Um, They do have more talent than the Bobcats, theoretically. But I think that the Bobcats have a better offensive system, and I think they will put it it to them. Currently, the three-point favorite is Virginia, but I do expect Ohio to walk away with the win in that game. Next up, Andrew. I think South Florida goes into Soldier Field and cock-punches Illinois. (laughs) Wow, okay. So, after they beat us, you just became a South Florida fan. Is that, that, am I reading this correctly? And also, Basically, I mean, I like Charlie Strong, and I really liked what I saw out of South Florida against us, and I think they're a team that's going to have a chance to compete with UCF in their division of the AAC, and I think a win over... What's really not a very good Illinois team will be just kind of another P5 scout for them to put on and be like, hey, look, we beat some not very good P5 teams. I mean, hey, more power to them. Hey, so in that game, the over-under is at 59. Let's be honest, and that's a little low for these two, and put it at 65. Do you take the over-under, Andrew? I take the over. Although I think I think USF's decent defensively. Yeah, because I think more that's more under the expectation that USF is going to end up scoring all the points, and Illinois will maybe get two touchdowns. Maybe. I think that's pretty reasonable, actually. You said it was 56? 59. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty reasonable. Tommy, who's your personal pick? Yeah, so I had three personal picks. Oh, uh, God, stop first- pulling Artem's. Gosh. The, the first one is uh, Hootie Who. I think Kennesaw State gets it done against Alabama State this week. Uh, the second one, I picked two just because I knew Andrew was going to pick one of them between the South Florida, Illinois, and the Duke Baylor. So I'm not going to comment on the South Florida. I thought he was going to pick Duke, honestly. But uh, for Duke Baylor, you've got Duke going on the road to Waco, and I think they absolutely own the Baylor Bears. You know, they're favored right now by six points. I think they win by 14 at a minimum. You mean they rape the Baylor Bears? No, we can't do this too soon, bro. 
I was like, do you want to make a 9-11 joke too, Artem? I mean, it was yesterday. No. That's too late. God. Uh, I will say, Tommy, you do realize that there's a ton of injuries on that Duke team, right? Doesn't matter. It's Baylor, and they've got Coach Cutcliffe. Okay. Baylor doesn't play defense. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, yeah, I don't think we were expecting them to beat Northwestern last week either, so... Tommy, you haven't been wrong on a personal pick yet that I acknowledge. I mean, keep this in mind. Like, they've given up the same amount of yards on defense, both teams. It's just that Duke has played Army and Northwestern, and Baylor has played Abilene Christian and UTSA, the San Antonio Roadrunners. So just kind of keep that in mind. Wait, wait, wait. Artem, don't you have, like, a friend that's from the UTSA? I do like UTSA. Okay. They're not very good this year. <laughs> or any year, really. Anyway, Artem, it's your t- time to shine. I, I'm i hoping and praying you didn't pick, like, six picks this week, but uh, I know I kind of screwed you over on one of them. Well, to appease you, I only had four this week, but Tommy took my Kennesaw State pick, so that's off the table. But I would go with the Hoot Hoots on that one. Um, my first personal pick is going to be Florida Gators over Colorado State Rams. I do like the Rams, but I don't I don't see them beating Florida at Florida. That would be two back-to-back losses in the swamp. That would be bad. So I got Florida over Colorado State. My second pick is going to be uh, Texas State Bobcats over the South Alabama Jaguars, Although they are underdogs in this game by over 10 points. Uh, I do think they made some strides last week and got a win after their struggle against Ruggers due to coaching mistakes. And then my third pick is going to be Texas A&M over UL Monroe. And the pick is going to be, it's going to be more than a 26.5 point spread, which is what they say is right now. I say it's going to be over 30. Okay. Yeah, because again, I'm not going to let you make that pick unless you give me a point. So you're saying Texas A&M wins by 30 at least. Okay. Yep. All righty. Okay, guys, I think that's going to be it for this week. Uh, thanks as always. Wait, wait, wait. We oh, yeah, I forgot about your surprise. Yeah, okay, we're doing this every week now. Sorry, it slipped my mind. All right, so last week we looked at the biggest spread of the week was Arkansas State versus Alabama. Most of us were wrong on that. Alabama won by 50 points. They covered. This week, a little bit more interesting, San Jose State versus Oregon is a 39-point spread. So what do you guys think? We'll start with Artem. Does Oregon cover? More than covers. Andrew? What was that spread again? 39. Yeah, I think Oregon covers. What do you think, Logan? Against San Jose State. Yeah, Oregon Oregon definitely covers. And I will round it out with, yes, they cover because they score a lot of points. So wait, I didn't quite hear Artem. We all picked them to cover? Yep, I'm going Oregon, and it's going to be about a lot more than 30. <laughs> 39. It's going to be over 39. This is the same team that... Texas almost blanked last year, and they also lost to Maryland last year. 
Frankly, I would have been more interested, Tommy, in that pick again, uh, the over-under on the... Ah, well, the over-under on the USF game, but that's a totally different thing, isn't it? Sorry. I don't understand gambling. Why do I do DraftKings? I just lose money. Okay, well, thanks. Thanks, guys. Y'all are so supportive about my gambling problem. It's been fun. I got to go get stuck in a hurricane. So thanks, as always, to our listeners for tuning in, and thank you guys for joining me. If you have any questions or comments, shoot us an email at tmlpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at tmlpodcast. All right. Until uh, uh, till next week, everybody stay safe and uh, stay uh, away from the flash floods. Have a good one.